The following program is intended for mature audiences. You're listening to Bottom Shelf Recording Talk. Sounds boring. Oh my, yeah. With your hosts, James Seabrook. Okay, you were paying attention, but the idea is clear in my head, but translating it into English is not. That's brutal. I understand the hypocrisy. And Joey Roach. I don't even know what you do. I was just told you were the man. Some people would say I'm overconfident. That could be my ego talking, though. I'm trying to think of the right word. Oh. Yeah. Must be a tough word. Next subject. Uh, you're bored with this one? You don't hear us gassing on about it. Give you in the horn. I don't think it means what you think it means. By the way, you know, when you're when you're telling these little stories, you have a big mouth. Here's a good idea. What are you even talking about? Have a point. Why are you airing personal matters with complete strangers? It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Let's turn off the thing that makes the hard drives go to sleep and us not. Um, oh, yeah. Let's prevent uh, Pro Tools from uh, doing just, its crashing thing. Yeah. Or stop recording thing or that fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was at a wedding on the weekend. Okay. And amongst being a generally unpleasant event. They usually are. I, I like wedding ceremonies as I a rule. don't mind some, but the last one I went to, oh my God. <laughs> It's like eight hours of just wanting to go to sleep. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was a dry wedding too. So it just uh, amplified how terrible see, it was. And I'm, I don't even, I, I don't even bother for the most part going to the receptions because I know I'm not going to enjoy myself. I just don't enjoy that kind of thing. I don't enjoy that either. But, um, but the ceremonies, I, I tend to enjoy an interesting wedding ceremony. I don't know why it's one of those weird things, but this one I went to on the weekend, I clearly in a church that had a lot of money. They had a really nice um, sound system. Mm-hmm. It was clearly set up as an event venue. Okay. Um, and they even had they even had a, uh, they even had a portion of the room about the size of this room, so not too small, set aside as the multimedia center, where they had uh, one static camera. They had a um, uh, video controller for the dual projection system. Um, they had some fancy DMX light controller uh, and um, a digital console. I didn't get a good look at the console, but it doesn't really matter. Because the thing sounded like ass. Yeah. I was so, so disappointed at how bad it sounded and how the whole thing seemed kind of cheaply thrown together. And well, the as, reason for that is they're willing to spend the money on the equipment, but then the, the people to set it up and that's use where, it? No. That's where I was going next. So I finally, I'm sitting pretty close to the front because yeah. my wife is is not part of the wedding party, but she's really close with both the bride and the groom. Sure. So I'm sitting really close to the front and I'm looking around trying to figure out who's running this thing. And I, and I finally, I finally identify them um, mm-hmm. way at the back in the thing. They're fucking children. They could not have been older than 17 years old. And I'm not saying a 17 year old can't be good at audio, but they clearly didn't give a shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Oh man, I was I was so I was so frustrated. I was so frustrated. That's the end of my wedding rant, though. Probably took everything in your power to not just go up there and twist some knobs and be like, "Don't touch this." <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I'm uh, I'm getting pretty good at uh, I'm getting pretty good at not. I had a wedding where Not everybody was asking me to do it because I was complaining about the sound the entire time. <laughs> Actually, at the reception, someone came up to me and said, hey, so my wedding's in a couple months. Can you just help me out with this stuff? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's not hard to do that kind of sound. Like you no, not twist at all. a couple knobs and you're done. Well, but I mean, it, it's even it's even the setup. Like... Like the, um, well, yeah, they, they clearly didn't have something as simple as, as a graphic EQ to ring out the system. Sure. Because chances are who sold them the system didn't want them to have a graphic EQ. Why? You want them to fucking have it sound good. No. The whole point of a system installed. How average people Uh, EQ shit? I I, I I don't give people EQs because they don't know how to use an EQ and you can explain it to them, but they don't get it. No, 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 no. But when, okay, so in it. In a situation like this, where where you're going to have amateurs running the whole system, you need a professional to go in and set it up. And they, 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 it's an easy thing to put a little plate on the front of the graph or even make it a digital graph where you have to have a login password or or, or an access code to be able to change anything Mm -hmm. and ring out the fucking system and then leave it alone. No one gets to touch it after that. Oh, it no. would be fine. Like it's it's set in play. I know, <laughs> but but these this wasn't a rented system. This was an install. Like, I know this was a. But it, the same thing applies because like <laughs> the people who are doing the install know that amateurs are going to use it and that the church is going to want that EQ to be available to everyone, and the EQ is going to look like a weirdo picture. Because that's what everybody does to those EQs, except for the people who know how to use them. And so, yeah, why give them it? I, I, Just tell them to not put too much gain, because that's no, the easy solution. It, but it's not the easy solution. That's the lazy solution. Oh, I know it's lazy. It's the lazy solution. Like, wait, I now, totally now, agree. I, I, understand, but... I understand from a rental perspective that you don't want... You want the rental to go as efficiently as possible I think for an install but for an install still... no an install needs to be set up right because the install is there for a long time and if if you have if you do an install for for an organization that isn't happy with anything now they may be clueless and that's fine but if i find out who did that install and who didn't provide a, a simple thing as a graphic eq I am going to tell everybody, don't use this install company because there's they're lazy shits or they're bad at their job to not foresee the need for something as simple as a graphic fucking EQ. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and that's going to hurt business. You know, I would rather, if I was doing that, that install, I would rather be the guy that gets called up once or twice a month and, and, and asked if I can come and fix their fuck ups. Mm-hmm. Because in the long run, that's going to be a better sounding system. And people will eventually, people can eventually learn, don't fuck with this piece of gear. I, I just think, I just think that's the, that's the better way to go about it. 
not having a graphic EQ on an install where, where it's obviously set up, it's obviously set up for concerts. Mm-hmm. You need that piece of equipment. You cannot get away with a concert without something as simple as a graphic EQ. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you that you, a graphic EQ is incredibly important, but I also I, know how stupid I, the I, average person is when it comes to sound. <laughs> and I hate explaining graphic EQs to people. And I hate when amateurs ask for a graphic EQ because their professional friend who knows what they're doing mm-hmm. tells them they need a graphic EQ, but they're not willing to get their professional friend or pay their professional friend to run it for them. Right. And I have to explain it to them and they just, it goes over their head of what to do. Again, which is fine for a rental. A rental is, a, it's a temporary setup. It's, but it's I think amateurs the same making the best mindset of their thing. happens with install companies. But it shouldn't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It shouldn't. Um, when I was working in bars and sharing a booth with the DJ, mm-hmm. it didn't take long to train the DJ to not touch the graphic EQ. Because they would be just like every amateur idiot pretending they're a sound guy. Mm-hmm. They'd think they know better and they'd want to, they'd see 400 hertz cut 12 decibels and they say, well, that can't be right. That must be why I'm not getting any low end. <laughs> why does this, why does the whole system sound muddy again? But you can train them yeah, and you can educate them. And especially at an install where you're going to have a small group of people running it over the course of several years. You can train them. Oh, I, I, I know you could train them to not touch <laughs> a piece of equipment, uh, but it is commonplace for people to just not give it because yeah. they don't want to show these people who have no interest in sound. That was one of the reasons it. Um, when Clark Technic came out with their first digital graphic EQ, um, I hated it until I did an install because it, it, it's so slow and cumbersome mm. um, to 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 graph something out with a with thirty one little faders. I can carve something up really quick, have a room sounding really good, really nice, really quick. But with those with those digital units, yeah, you have to be able to access them, and you can lock you can lock people out of the system, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah. And, and, and something, something like that is perfect for an install like this, where you just need a piece of equipment to balance the room, take care of obvious issues, mm-hmm. excuse me. And then the amateurs can leave it alone and anybody that knows how to access it, they can change it, but the original person can come back and just hit reset go and reload the old profile well most churches are going digital boards these days anyway so you got your graphic eqs there yeah yeah and amateurs don't know how to get to them there's that yeah that's true hell some professionals don't know how to get to them because <laughs> they make those <laughs> stupid boards super complicated and different right. every single time i um yeah. I like the X32 because it's like I was able to figure it out pretty quickly. I hate the Studio Live. 
because I don't know how to use it. Yeah, well, the, the Studio Live, they try to be an analog board, like they try to lay it out as much like an analog console as, as yeah. possible, which is their mistake. Uh, like the, the X32 um, and the Midas, I've used the Midas more than the X32. Um, more or less kind of the it, same. It, it, yeah, the software seems the same. Um, it's They don't pretend that they're not a digital board, so they give you access through the screen yeah. in really convenient ways. And, they make it they make it nice and easy if i was to change anything i don't know if this is the case for the midas but the x32 is i would change the screen to be touchscreen. that might be on the way probably is um i, I can see that a lot a lot of people yeah. are going with the the new touchscreen boards these days or at least a lot of churches are okay like the qu24 i think has touchscreens. i know yeah last year that was the big board for churches to get Right now, I think it's the Touch Mix 30 is the board that churches want. Uh, is that a sound? That's Soundcraft? Soundcraft, yeah. yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't imagine you like a lot of things. I don't like a 30-channel board that only gives me eight faders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're trying to condense it down into or, no, a tiny that, footprint. No, that one doesn't have eight faders. I think it only has one fader. Yeah. and that's Which I hate. Because like the point of faders is so that I can do multiple channels at yeah. once. I don't want to do one channel at a time. And what if I have to adjust like, I don't know, the drum mix. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to need a more complicated move than what a VCA could give me. I'm sorry, man. Call right before the show. Call during the show. You want to answer an 800 number on no. the show? Right. Neither do I. I, uh... I hear you. The a single fader is for what you and I do a totally useless thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I I've gotten frustrated with uh we have the um the Personas fader fader 1, fader port, fader port. Yeah. We have that we have one of those downstairs. I don't like the fader port as a series cuz now they have like the fader port 8 and the fader port 16. 16. Yeah. But they don't give you a master fader on those it's just eight faders or 16 faders i never use the master fader i do what do you use the master fader for for slight adjustments if i'm being lazy <laughs> yeah, that's fair that's fair um i i have so many i have so many sub buses that um that uh oh i have lots of buses too so like often more often than not it's less than a db change on the master if i change anything right but for, but i still like having it for me i don't because i because i never i never do it's one of my few rules i never do anything on the master bus um i do it all with sub buses because the 16 bit days where you needed to hit like digital zero in order to get your full bits no because I, I know a lot I didn't of people know anything about that <laughs> a lot of people didn't touch the master freighter back in those days because that's what you needed to do that's fair but now that we're in 24 and 32 floating point yeah um it doesn't matter doesn't matter no. you have so much headroom available especially at 32 <laughs> like you're going to be uncomfortable before you you ever hit the maximum at yeah. 32 bits yeah <laughs> Uh, interesting fuck up of mine that I think you'll be amused by, uh, and how we fixed it. 
So uh, we're doing uh, we're doing these live broadcasts uh, out of the studio. Um, last night we did the third one, and next week we're doing uh, the last one of this particular series. Mm-hmm. Um, streaming out on G Radio, which some of you may be listening to us on right now. Um, <clears throat> I I always do a pre-roll on the broadcast recording, right? Because we. We stream live to um, to G Radio, and sometimes he streams to Facebook or he streams to Twitter or whatever. Right. Excuse me. Um, as he's running a video, but uh, I did a pre-roll, and then I must have hit stop at some point. Uh oh. Yeah, because uh, we we panicked when we realized that we didn't have the uh, didn't have the show intro loaded. <laughs> anyway, so. So, um, finally figured that out with like five seconds to spare and he says live and I'm like, what? <sighs> Shit. <laughs> and I hit live and you know, it, it played the intro. And, um, and then I realized halfway through the first song that we hadn't recorded anything. Oh shit. Yeah. So, um, so after the show, we talked about a whole different, a whole bunch of different options. Um, maybe we just ignore it you know, leave it as is. Maybe we, he had the Facebook stream. And so what I did was I, I actually dubbed the Facebook stream back in and was six decibels quieter ish, um, which is probably how he, um, broadcast it, mm-hmm. but you can almost not tell the difference when we shift from one to the other, one to the other. Yeah. It was, it was pretty fortunate. Yeah. Yeah. But we also lost another fucking channel on the board. <laughs> ah, so how many channels do you have now? Well, see, I I I need to run some more tests, um, but I think this is a this is on the input side. Okay. Um, the host mic. And she's a pretty soft speaker, um, but the host mic cut in and out a couple times until I repatched it. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was on the uh, on the input rather than the return. Okay. So I got to figure that out. Not sure where that is. Yeah, but that's that's for um, uh, for the preamps on the left side of the console that that are definitely glitchy. Okay. And I and again I think it's the preamps. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna experiment tonight with uh, with returns from the computer. Um, while I'm working with a client, it seems to be the only time problems ever happen is when I'm working with a client, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, that's because the problems are made aware to you. So you avoid those things and then the new problems arise. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so that was that, uh, and to, to fill in where, where the, where the um, the host's mic dropped out, um, the video guy had a had a, just a mic in the middle of the room. Okay, um, that's good for his. Yeah, so we're gonna we're going to um, take put, that put that into the empty spaces just to make sure that people can hear her um, when we re-release the the audio. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm really redundancy. <laughs> It makes me it makes me really want to um, to reconsider that that uh, stereo hard disk recorder. I don't 
think I remember you telling me about this. We talked about this a while ago where it would it would just record in like MP3, like low bit MP3. Okay. But just a, uh, you know, like you could get you could get like a week out of a out of a small USB stick type okay. of thing. Yeah. Um, but just as as one of those like continuous backups of of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Probably be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, me being me, I want to get a multi-track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'd be in the same boat. Oh man, I know the the coffee really hasn't kicked in yet, has it? Uh, no. Yeah, I was um, I was pretty it was a late about night that this last night too. Oh yeah, how come? Uh, because I'm unable to watch F1 races when they actually happen. I have to download them, and then I started watching Monaco last night. You're an F1 fan? Yeah. I, like I have F1. no idea. Yeah, a lot of people have no idea that I like F1. You do not, considering your aversion to driving. Oh, I you, hate driving. Yeah, you do not seem like someone who would who would be an F1 fan. Uh, and not that you would dislike it. Like I, I would never expect you to actively dislike it, but I wouldn't expect you to be a fan. Yeah, no, that I'm is a odd. fan. Uh, primarily because of the strategy. Like there, it's actually a thinking sport. As well as just being an incredibly talented driver kind of sport. Yeah. But like there's there's more to it than just the guy driving the car. There's the guys who like put on the new tires and right. the guys who are in charge and decide when to put the new tires on and stuff like that. Yeah. So. And it's it's F1, not NASCAR, right? Oh, I, I can't stand NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. NASCAR is the one where you just drive around in circles for yeah. five or six hours, right? F1's idea of a boring race is Monaco. And that's just because there's not a whole lot of space for cars to pass each other. Isn't, uh, isn't that the, um, the street where some, where, where some guy broke a record recently? I'm not sure. I, there, there was a story on the news about some, some dude that in his practice run, he'd shattered the, um, the single lap record. I don't you, know. You hadn't heard about that? Okay. You, you know what? It has Usually in audio, practice, so. they don't go that fast because they're not using the, uh, the engine mode that can go as fast as the car can go. Um, even in races, they don't use that engine mode, mm. uh, but in qualifying, they do use it. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was a qualifying race the lap then, but uh, it, yeah, it, it was, uh, I know Ricardo did a one minute 10, uh, for a lap, which is pretty quick. Everybody else was doing like a minute 11. Okay. So maybe that was what you maybe. heard. But they, they specifically said that it, he had, he had broken a new record and it was definitely, they, they um, he, uh, they released the video from not his head video, but they had a, like, like a overhead cockpit view, something like that. Yeah. But it, it was, it was like in front of the cockpit. So all you could see was the the front spoiler. That was all you could see, and the, well, of course, the wheels. But and the halo, the halo. Oh yeah, F1. maybe maybe I don't know the what the the terms are. Uh, F one right now, in front of the the driver, there's a bar that goes above their head, and then oh. a post right down the middle. Did not see that. So that might have been an older. Um, well, no, it, it was like it, it was in front of the cockpit. I didn't we, 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 usually you, when they're doing like a, a front view, it's yeah. like just like above the person's head hmm. typically. 
Yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't look like that. It, okay. looked, it looked like it was sitting. That front little that front little piece of glass. It looked like it was sitting on top of that. Is what it looked like. Now, I I obviously don't know because I didn't. They didn't show specifically where, but that was, you know, your little view thing. That, that's where it, what it looked like. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I'm not sure. Um, I was listening to Bobby Osinski podcast when you came in. Right. Um, uh, YouTube has decided to launch a chart. Uh, I don't know if it's a YouTube chart, but they're doing their own chart system now that is intended to compete with billboard. Okay. Yeah. And billboard has restructured their charting system. They have been for like a long time because people should gaming the, the charts and like getting on top of billboards. According to Bobby, one of the, uh, one of the new things that they're, uh, that they've done is, um, billboard is giving a paid stream three times as much value as a free stream. Oh, so my streams count for more. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Cause I pay for Spotify. <laughs> yeah. My Spotify expired and I'm trying to decide whether I want to, um, it's 10 bucks a month. Yeah. It's dirt cheap to have yeah. access to any music you could ever want, except for the jerks that the don't only... want their music on Spotify. Yeah. But you couldn't get that on Spotify anyway, so. <laughs> but you get you get all that for free. You just don't pay for ads, yeah. and you you do get a better stream, right? Do you get a better better quality stream? Uh, you you can choose to have um better quality streams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I th- you gain access to like three hundred and twenty, I think, instead of like one ninety two or something. Oh, okay. Something like that. Where oh, no, like, that's the that's the premium. That's the $20 a month one. Uh, there's a $20 a month one? Yeah, they have a, <laughs> they, they have a high-res streaming and a uh, regular streaming. And then the free streaming, I thought. I thought that was how it worked. I might be wrong. Um, I'm not sure. I would have to go into options, which I don't remember how to do on this app. Oh, yeah. I am. Uh, I'm going to send you a link. Um, uh, what, what is this? This is uh, Mix Online had a um, had a new review of uh, of the uh, Manly Numu. You remember that thing? Oh yeah. Yeah, they had a new review on it. I wanted to send that to you. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to forward you the whole email. Settings. Forward. This is great. Radio, you're looking at. Did you find um, it? Oh, I found the options. <laughs> Maybe. All right, all right. Um, Playback. What does it say in playback? Uh, for just quality of sound, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Oh, there's an equalizer. Cool. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. I think it's um it's not account dependent it's a uh, system or it's like device dependent. So like if you make an EQ move on here and then you go listen to it on your computer it won't tr- it won't carry along. Yeah. yeah. Uh, feedback sounds stranger things mode what? 
<laughs> I heard about that. I, I, uh, I gotta look it up. I, I heard about that. That sounded, um, that sounded really interesting. Spotify automatically enter the upside down mode when listening to compatible playlists. I don't know what that means. Uh, um, okay. I can enable audio normalization, which I have disabled right now. Yeah, I do not like that at all. But I even uh, have like volume levels, loud, normal, quiet. Which oh, okay. sounds just like there's a compressor because loud says so, might reduce dynamics and quiet. Preserves dynamics. Stranger Things mode yeah. is an animation mode um, for whatever track you're playing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, so I not as, use that. Not as cool. Well, disable yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, uh, I'm not seeing anything that tells me the quality, at least not in the playback. Well, let me hit... Uh, let me hit the Google. Oh, there's an explicit content filter. Oh, that'll be handy for work. Well, shit. You know, it, it's probably it's probably for the best that we um. Yeah, we kind of tangent off in weird places. Yeah. Um. So we just got cut off thanks to the computer. Um. It even after all that precautionary. <laughs> stuff you did <laughs> apparently i didn't do enough um okay so let's dive into some audio stuff yeah sure um i we've talked about this before uh i'll give you um you know what no i'm gonna give you three different things uh i got i got a nice little list here okay um is it gonna be another one of those stupid lists of like five things you can do to improve this stupid well, thing <laughs> <laughs> well, I have one of those lists too, but I wasn't, gonna, that wasn't one of the, the ones I was going to look at. Okay. Um, but, uh, six recording myths busted. Is this going to be stupid? No. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, everything you need to know about musicians insurance. Yeah. Or, um, there's an article here that I haven't read through yet, but it says create idealized impulse responses for convolution reverbs. Okay, whatever. No, sure. you don't. You're, you're not. You don't care about any of that. Okay, I'm gonna go to the next, my next batch of lists here, and see what else I can come up with because uh, we need to find something that's gonna be far more exciting. Um, uh, seven bad music producer habits and how to fix them. That's gonna be obvious bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, you can read through them. I don't <laughs> care. I'm just. I want to try what my expectations I want to try from so, are. I, I want to find something you might be excited about. Um, nine, a lot of those articles I'm not interested in though, because uh, they're just all like, "Hey, Mister Beginner Guy, who doesn't know anything." That's true. That's true. Um, title settles legal dispute with the Prince Estate. Huh? What, what's going on there? Did you read this article um, yet? Or? I did, but I'm going to have to skim through it again. So, um, there's been some sort of title has been in the news handful lately for not paying out proper royalties, right? Uh, um, Spotify was also in the news for that. Uh, yeah. And, um, okay. Uh, I think it's just properly paying out their royalties or something like that. Um, so there, uh, so title is announcing plans to debut previously unreleased Prince music 
on the streaming platform. Okay. Um, that sounds like the people in charge of Prince's estate don't know what Prince's wishes would be, because Prince would never agree to that. Yeah, they, they, these people just want to make money. That's all, right? Yeah. Uh, the album. To, uh, okay, the new album will contain new material culled from Prince's archive of vault recordings. Uh, expected to be released in 2019, it will stream exclusively on Tidal for 14 days and will be available for download seven days after its debut. Okay. Well, da, da, da. I'll wait until it's available on Spotify. Yeah. Uh, ba, ba, da. I don't Ooh, care about Jay Z made a statement. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, that's the end of that. Oh, no, it's just what did he say? Like, oh, he, it was just some that like, came. Hey, we want to be, we want to be able to share Prince's music. And no, you just want to make money, and yeah. Prince is a good way to do that. Everybody just wants to make money, man. That's all this, that's all this stuff ever is. Um, I mean, great on Jay Z for starting title, but his marketing for it is just so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sell. Especially at the beginning of being like, Oh, we care about the musicians, but now look, look, you're not paying royalties (laughs) just like every other company. Yeah. (laughs) Um, is this, uh, Oh, here. Okay. Here's a, here's an interesting, here's an interesting, um, chart. So, this here is a chart that shows um, it looks like basic a mountain. formats of. Uh, I, I know it's super blurry, and people on radio can't actually even see it. So, um, so <clears throat> it's basically showing um, the different uh, the different formats over different years. I found this really interesting, um, but downloading they say only really lasted for four ish years, although. Yeah, it was very short because the net, like streaming was yeah coming in and was becoming more and more of a a thing as people were able to have better phone but data and stuff. I was really surprised to see that CDs survived twenty one years. They were the main format for a long time, I suppose. Vinyl though lasted fifty eight years. Yeah. According to this anyway. Um but be interesting to see how long streaming lasts until the next thing. Can you really think of what the next thing might be though? I don't know lots what of, the next thing is. Lots would of people be. lots of people have been talking about streaming as a as a potential thing, but I can't think of what the next thing might be. You know, like streaming to me seems like it's Well, I think going streaming is going to be a th- the thing for a while. Yeah. Uh, cause I, I don't know how you can make it getting music any more convenient, at least with current technology, even as technology, until you can download it in your brain, that still would be considered streaming. I would think Probably. even, even now, like Facebook and Spotify both allow you to save hard copies on, not hard copies, save copies on your computer or on your device. So you can listen when you're not online. Yeah. Right. And that's still considered streaming. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I I can't imagine I can't imagine what else what else would uh, would replace it really. Um, I've been so 
I have a client right now that right. is doing, he's doing mostly his own recording. Okay. And he's even renting the studio to do a lot of said recording. Okay. Um, at least to experiment with stuff and, you know, use some stuff here and stuff, stuff home. His biggest concern is he wants his vocals to sound really big. Okay. Now the big, my concern with that is everybody has a different definition of what big is. Yeah. You know, like to me, big says larger than life. It's uh, that movie announcer type of, you know, that's big to me. Yeah. Um, but I know that's not big to a lot of people. How, how would, how do you, when, when someone says they want their vocals to sound big, how do you make vocals sound big? Uh, I would start with layering. I would just, if that was the end goal and we were still in recording, it would just be, okay, we're recording mostly vocals then. So when you mean layering, you mean like doubling and harmony and... Yeah, and doubling, kind of harmony, and... uh, whisper tracks. Okay. Yelling tracks. I, I would just go nuts and just record stuff. <laughs> and then when it came to mixing or at or the very least editing figure out what works where. Okay. That's, that's how I do it. That's fair. That's, um, huh. That's, that's an aspect I didn't even consider. Yeah. Cause if, if, if that's the main concern is making the vocals big for these songs that he's doing, then what he should be doing is recording mostly vocals. Right. Lots of layers. Yeah. Interesting. And in different ways, like you, you sing it one way this time, you sing it differently the next time. Do some octaves, uh, some, I don't know, let's say third harmonics or something. Mm-hmm. Third harmonies. Yeah, third harmonies. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> I know. You still, your coffee is still mostly full, so. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't kicked in yet. Um. But I would also have like him like doing a whisper track, which doesn't mean whisper in the microphone, but just like be more breathy, breathy okay. about how you go about singing or be more bassy even sometimes. Cause like, mm-hmm. even if it, the, the low end content from trying to be more bassy is too much, you can cut that and layer it underneath just to fill out the main vocal and give it a little bit more. Kind of like your bass trick, your bass guitar trick where you cut out some low end and, uh, and process it separately and blend it in appropriately. Sort of. This is more just adding low end content. Like the vocal probably sell already. Like the main vocal would probably have a little bit of the, the low end of their voice normally. Sure. But them doing like a, I'm going to pr- pretend that I'm a super gnarly Viking or whatever. <laughs> That'd probably be a way yeah. for me to describe it to them to get them to, to yeah. do the sound that I want. And then I could right. EQ it, say like cut 200 Hertz and maybe the fundamental is below 200 Hertz, yeah. but that layered underneath, it's not something necessarily the singer or the, the audience listening to the song will hear, but it will add to the vocal. The fullness of it. Yeah. Yeah. Of um, course you have to be super tight to yeah. get a really 
easier and easier to do these days. Yeah. Editing helps a lot. <laughs> um, and if, if I wasn't given that, I would just throw it into a, a pitch shifter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then probably distort it. <laughs> and then EQ the hell out of it and just hide it underneath. Yeah. That makes sense. I've done that a handful of times. Yeah. Yeah. So. Especially if you, if you, uh, drop it an octave ish. Um, yeah. then, uh, EQ the hell out of it, out of it. Yeah. Smash it. Yep. And then blend it in nicely underneath. Yeah. Yeah. So that it's barely audible or not even audible. But if you mute right. the track, you notice that something's missing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's how I do it. That's how I do a majority of the layers. If that's what the artist was looking for is a, a big vocal. Right. We'd have like probably 20 vocal tracks. Wow. 20 vocal tracks. I wouldn't necessarily use them all mm-hmm. in the final mix, but recording wise, I'd probably record 20 vocal tracks. That's so messed up. 20 vocal tracks. Yeah, but you want a big vocal, I need a lot of vocals to make it big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's how I do it. I don't know. I don't know if that would be what they're looking for, but I would speculate. Chances are I'd be right in just recording a ton of vocals. And then process the hell out of all of them. And figure out what works. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. How often is the singer really tight with themselves though? Not often. You got to do a lot of editing in there too. Yeah. Yeah. But if that's what they want, that's what you have to be willing to do. Yeah. 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 Um, that question was spurred by one of my lists, one of these lists. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it was convenient that, uh, that this client, um, also wants to sound big. Although with him, I think he wants to sound like he's in a big space. Well, then it had a lot of reverb. (laughs) Yeah. At the right kind of reverb. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now that I'm, I'm, the song would also have to give space for that to work. Right. You'd have to, you'd have to arrange around the vocal and then on top of that mix around the vocal. Yeah. 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 Speaking of, I, um, we've been doing these back to these live things. We've been doing uh, Monday nights, right? Right. Uh, last night was the most rock and roll type of band and we're only doing acoustic performances. Right. So it makes it relatively easy, but, um, uh, we didn't DI any of the guitars, just the, uh, acoustic bass. Right. They brought in an acoustic bass, which was cool. Um, uh, but, uh, the singer, the lead singer, one of those guys that he pulls way back off the mic and gets really, really loud. Um, and so there was like, there was just a ton of bleed all over the place. So the multiband compressor, uh, got a huge workout because, um, he would really just kind of take over all of the mics 
as he's singing. And the multiband would, especially through the mid-range, but really everywhere, would compress somewhere in the neighborhood of like 20 decibels. Jeez. Yeah. And then, and then it would release and it would just sound like full instruments again. Right. Right. It was just, I, I, uh, I lucked out quite a bit in getting the, getting the settings right, but it, it sounded super smooth and natural aside from all the technical errors or issues that, uh, that we had, but right. It was really nice. And I had, um, between the singer and, and the output to the radio, we had four different compressors. Multiband was the first. Um, and then we had, uh, then we had a, um, no, it was just three. It was just three. Yeah, we had the, had the multiband. We had a, a stereo, um, bus compressor. And then, uh, I ran just as an extra touch. I'd, I'd run the, um, the Clark Technic, that little four channel unit. I ran one of the stereo pairs Okay. just as an extra, like two to one, um, on the, uh, on the back end of that. And it, it just, it was really great. It was <laughs> just really, really good. The whole thing sounded great. Yeah. Okay. And I, I had <laughs> my biggest, aside from the technical glitches, my biggest challenge was, was, um, chasing after the solos. Right. Cause they would have these like one, uh, two guitar players and a bass player. And the, uh, one of the guitar players was singing, but he was also the lead instrument, the lead guitar. And so they would go from, you know, slamming chords as loud as they could to him trying to solo on an acoustic instrument. <laughs> and so <laughs> just such a huge volume difference. Uh, and I, I had to chase him a lot. Okay. Yeah. That, that sounds like guitarists that, well, whatever. Yeah. They, I mean, it worked. It was fine. Yeah. You know? If I, if I got to know the songs really well, I'd be able to anticipate them, right? It just sounds to yeah. me that they should play acoustic instruments. Like their acoustic instruments? Well, more often so that mm. they can be actual better players, be right. more consistent. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It's an issue with electric guitar players and stuff, so. Um, we are talking about, because next uh, next week is the last is the last one of these that we're doing, um, okay. at, le at least for this season. Um, we're talking about doing another run in September. Right. Um, with, uh, with hip hoppers. Okay. And specifically, I'm rid of your, I, yeah, I, I, I see, I'm not, I don't have to specifically deal with these guys. I just have to mix them. Right. Yeah, um, then they're going to ask to use your studio. Uh, that, that, yeah, if they're looking for the '90s hip hop thing, I'm all good with that. It's if they want the the auto tune, super fancy effect kind of thing. Trap hats. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not making any beats. Oh, I know. It's just, just like that's a thing I notice a lot going on lately. <laughs> yeah. I, I get annoyed by trap hats and I, weird I've, wub wub sounds. I've noticed that um, hip hop guys, this this kind of pretty boy hip hop that I've been calling it. Yeah a lot of them have been calling it trap because they don't, they don't pay attention at all to what the vocals are doing. They just pay attention to the beat. And so most of the, so why add vocals? I know <laughs> that's all you care about. <laughs> anyway. So the, the particular twist that I'm trying to get everybody to agree on and which is going to make it harder to find, um, 
good players or good um, performers is do acoustic versions, like actually acoustic versions of their hip hop songs. That would require them to work. I know. I think, but I think it would be, so, I think it would be so cool. Cause it's, it's not something that you would expect to hear no, in yeah. the slightest. I think it's an interesting idea. I just knowing and, this, that particular audience style, like there's only in the grand scheme of rappers, there's very few that are willing to put in the work. That is very true. But I think it would be fantastic if we could find those few in the city that actually would be, because that would be, I that would just be great. Might actually know one. Oh yeah. That yeah. was someone that might actually be willing to do yeah, he like was, an acoustic an arrangement. Long equator. Awesome. And, and he is a talented musician. Like he can play a lot of instruments. Sweet. Well, let me know, um, off air, uh, let me know his, um, who he is and sure. I'll, I'll send Jeff after him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, he I, only recently released a record too. So sweet. Okay. Or EP. Mary did the album art for it. Nice. It was great. Uh, or the logo art for it. Yeah. Which just happened to be what the album cover was, but that's fair. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, so I, I think that would be pretty, pretty spectacular. That, that's, one of the reasons why um, I like doing the acoustic thing because it's it's you know it's just not it's it's done a whole bunch in coffee shops and that kind of thing yeah but it's not done on the radio all that much yeah um, yeah so yeah the the whole hip hop thing I think it'd just be fantastic yeah I think it's an interesting idea. Um, there was, oh, you're listening to something. Spotify is going. <laughs> oh my God. There you go. <laughs> Listen to the radio or something? No. What's going on? <laughs> Just sometimes my <laughs> iPad is very slow at reacting to what I tell it to do. Not often, but sometimes. <laughs> uh, that's like all of us in the morning sometimes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, June looks like it's going to be the metal month here. Roland has uh, three different bands coming in to record in June. It's uh, absolutely nuts. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad he's finding work. Yeah. Well, the, that hasn't been too much of a problem. Right. Um, but, uh, but he's Which basically taking over. Me, does oh, he yeah. want to do live work? Uh, he might. Yeah. He'd probably I know somebody's looking for to hire a sound tech for like basically full-time hours. Oh, nice. So if he's for... interested, I need his card. Okay. Where's the, uh, I don't know where it is. I gotcha. just, I have a friend who asked me hmm. if I knew somebody who'd be interested. I personally am not interested. Gotcha. Cause I just, I should give you my card too. Yeah. I might be interested. Okay. Maybe. Um, 
I mean, I haven't really asked too much too about it. Like, yeah. I just asked what kind of sound tech. Like, they asked me if I knew a sound tech and a DJ, and so I asked what kind, and they told me it's for a venue, and they primarily need a full-time sound tech, and the DJ might be a once-in-a-while thing. So what, the sound tech to, GG, to DJ? No. Oh, all right. Uh, it, we're looking for two separate people. They want a sound tech and a DJ. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to throw my hat in that. Okay. Give me um, your card and I'll pass it on to <laughs> yeah. my friend. Uh, okay. Um, all the complaining we've done about hip hop guys. Um, I got two new ones. Oh, are you still working with hip hop guys? No. The last week, last week I basically had the last of the, um, the last of the no questions asked hip hop guys. Cause I, I don't mind working hip hop. I have another session tomorrow night with, uh, with, um, some hip hop guys, but they're specifically, they're doing that nineties kind of style. They're, they're right. old, older guys just doing it for fun with the family and that kind of thing. But, but last week I had, I had, uh, two younger ish hip hop guys. One of them, I actually got a deposit from, and he still didn't show up. <laughs> Sounds like, uh, Yeah. The, the guy who started this podcast. Except I never got a call back asking for his money back. I didn't get a call back. Oh, yeah. You ran into him on the street. Yeah. <laughs> like a year later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the funny thing, the funny thing is I'm pretty sure I saw them driving around the parking lot looking for the studio. Okay. And then they gave up. I guess so. They didn't call you, ask you, like, hey, we're having issues. Right? No, nothing. <sighs> I even sent a text to the number that the guy had texted me to set it all up with. Okay. And nothing. Okay. Yeah. Well, non-refundable. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's been a week now, right? So, so I, I'm, my big project, I have two big projects here for, um, for June. Um, the, uh, the first one is this week, we're going to be finishing up this, um, this, excuse me, Moroccan pop stars record. Right. So we're finally going to be finishing them up. And then, uh, next week, I think I'm going to start, I'm going to start mixing. Okay. And that's going to be odd. <laughs> This is why you shouldn't be playing with your iPad while we're on the radio. Why? Because it crashes? Yeah. It's telling you, don't use me. You're supposed to be talking on the microphone. Well, I just turned it off. I'm going to restart it. So it's fair. Apple devices take forever to restart. They don't. Yes, they do. Maybe yours does. Well, maybe yours just doesn't like you. This stuff's always been slow. Mine's pretty quick. My new phone, super quick. Mm. Yeah, I don't have See, many like, issues. This is already home. forever. <laughs> I have a computer at home. I push the power button and like Windows pops up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you're too demanding. Yeah, well, I want my stuff quickly so that I'm not <laughs> sitting around. Uh, yeah. Um, my uh, my subscription to Sound on Sound is coming up. Oh yeah, I think I think there's one more issue to, to be delivered. Um, 
think I should get a think I should renew it. I'm not sure. I've been thinking about getting a sound on sound subscription, but I was thinking I would do the digital, digital route. One? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought about the digital one, but I don't reason being is I already have like a shelf in my bookshelf that is just sound on sound magazine. Mm-hmm. And I never look at them. That's fair. I'm going to probably keep those and I'm going to probably have them in the studio when that gets built so that right. people can look at them who come to the studio. Cause there's a lot of great information in there. Yeah. Um, but if I, if I do do a subscription to sound on sound, it's going to probably be digital That's fair. So that it takes up less space. That's fair. I, I thought about the digital. I just couldn't bring myself to be all that excited about the digital. Cause I mean, most of that stuff I end up reading for free online anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, the reason to have the subscription is for the reviews, really. <laughs> well, yeah. So you get the right away reviews, but yeah, I can't remember the last time I bought something that was so new that it needed yeah. to have the review. I'm very first comes out, you know. I'm very slow to buy things, so yeah. I usually think, oh, well, I'd like that, and then give it like a couple months before I actually pull the trigger. <laughs> I always feel like I'm lasting a couple of years. Of course, you know me, it takes forever. It takes years for me to make a decision. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Um, I'm trying to think. There was something else that uh, that was bugging me that I thought was a great thing to throw at you. Um, no. I can't think of it. There we go. I found it. Hooray. Hmm. Oh, well. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Does it? No. Well, I mean, we got a couple minutes to fill. You got any stories to tell? Uh, I'm writing some weirdo stuff. Like what? Like stuff in weird time signatures. Uh, I'm... I currently have an idea that's going to probably be like 20-some beats long like a 20 over four type of thing no not really it, it, it's more like a, it's more like two different time signatures side by side okay and it just the idea itself is two bars but the time gotcha. signature changes a little bit and it's like a super long count kind of thing where the beat is going to be like probably 27 beats long for the right. two bars. Yeah. And, uh, the, the chords are going to be positioned in weird places and there's going to be probably a lot of snare ghost notes. Okay. To actually mark like the actual beat with the hi hats or symbols in general. Uh, following the pulse to give it a triplet feel okay yeah it's just a thing that i recently discovered in theory wise that uh i'm gonna try out sweet and i have some ideas for that but i also wrote some other weirdo ideas yeah 
Well, you never did finish your Valentine's Day song. Yeah, well, you have that mic still. <laughs> Follow our hosts on Twitter at Two Bodies of Water. You got that mic in a comfortable spot yet? I'm still working on it. At Joey R. Engineer. I can't even talk. I don't remember what my point was. This is a boring podcast. Um, I realize at the end of this, we didn't introduce ourselves. On to the internet you go. Go switch off.